Welcome to Known the Podcast, where Brooke, Hannah, and Mackenzie, three friends whose goal is to go deeper into the Word and to learn about the God that meets us in our everyday lives. So let's sit, talk, and laugh together as we explore the extraordinary in the ordinary and discover what it means to know God, know ourselves, and make Him known. All right. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Known Podcast, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, We are so excited to start this podcast out and to start this new year, 2024, um, walking into a new season of bringing the Lord glory and bringing honor to His name through the gifts that He's given us. And um, I guess the best way to start would be just to tell you our names. <laughs> um, so I'm Brooke. I'm one of the podco- podcast hosts. And to my right is... I am Mackenzie. I am also your podcast co-host. <laughs> and I am Hannah. And you're not going to believe it, but I am also <laughs> one of your podcast hosts. Oh, man. So... We wanted to start out this first episode just kind of explaining why we picked the name Known for this podcast um, and what drew us to this theme, why we feel like you can make a podcast with hundreds of episodes wrapped around this idea. And I guess the, the best way to start out that explanation is just to go to scripture. Psalm 139, O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all of my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. You hem me in behind and before and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Where shall I go from your spirit? Or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there, your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me and the light about me be night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is bright as the day, for darkness is as light with you. For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written, every one of them, the days that were formed for me when as yet there was none of them. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God! How vast is the sum of them! If I would count them, they are more than the sand. I awake, and I am still with you. And that's verses 1 through 18. He searches us. He knows us. He sees us. He's acquainted with all of our ways. He formed us in our mother's womb. We get to know who we are because we find out who he is. And we believe that that's a vital part of living on earth. If there's one thing that 
all of us can agree on sitting on this couch right now. It's that knowing God as the Father is instrumental to walking through life here. Whenever we talked about the idea of doing a podcast, I've had this recurring theme in my life of known, and we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, but I went to Hannah McKenzie and I was like, we got to do this. <laughs> we've got to, we've got to make sure that other people know that they are seen and they are known by the Lord and talk about what that really means. Um, so we kind of want to structure out our podcast a few different ways. Um, we'll kind of play around with it a little bit until we get, um, well adjusted in the rhythm of things and when we can talk without running out of breath. <laughs> um, but right now, our structure is going to kind of start with, um, we'll ask a question, we'll go a little bit more in depth, we'll ask another question, and then maybe some weeks we'll have a challenge for you. Um, so I'm going to pass it over to Hannah, and she's going to ask us our opening question for this first episode of our podcast. Thanks. So I was thinking about, you know, starting this called Known. And I was like, okay, what would be a fun get-to-know-you kind of question for this? And I was thinking about the five love languages with Gary Chapman, which you both have taken, I'm sure. Yes, if anyone hasn't taken it, they definitely should. Yeah, It'll tell you all about yourself. <laughs> um, and I've been hearing things online about, like, people think that they should add a sixth love language to his theory, mm. which is so right now there's the five, which are acts of service, receiving gifts, physical touch, quality time, and words of affirmation. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's this idea that the sixth one should be being known and so, or feeling known. So basically, for a couple examples, like, oh, it's not just that you gave me a gift, it's that you went and you got this hand soap that you know I love, but I think it's too expensive to buy for myself. And so because you know me and you know I love this, you went out of your way and got it for me. Or, oh, I made you a coffee this morning and it's acts of service, but it's acts of service. It's feeling known because it's, I made you this coffee exactly the way that you like it because I know how you like your coffee. So my question for you all is, do you think that should be another love language or do you think it kind of just like filters into the rest of them? And then if it was a love language, would it be in your like top two or do you think it wouldn't be a big one for you? Yeah. I don't know. I thought about this because we knew about this question beforehand. And I think that to be known is to be loved and to love is to know. So I feel like it filters into all of the ones that we already, it's already listed. It's already part of the five. Right. Yeah. But I do like when my husband <laughs> is, um, <laughs> and knows something about me that I don't even realize about myself. So I think that's kind of where it might, right? Yeah. Let's tip the scales. What do you think, yeah. Brooke? I don't know. I do have a hard time um, trying to think if it should be like an actual love language. Because I feel like part of being known is knowing someone else's love language. But mm -hmm. I would also, so I, taking the test, I'm a quality time person. I love sitting with people one-on-one, -on -one, hanging out. Mm -hmm. But I also am introverted and that can wear me out sometimes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but the part of being known is to have a friend look at me and say, 
it's okay if you need to just be home for a little bit. Like, I know you need to rest. I know you need to like recoup. That to me is like, oh, they're speaking my language. Mm -hmm. Like they know Mm -hmm. that I'm exhausted. They know this about me. Um, Also, whenever you first mentioned this question, I thought about an instance with Mackenzie whenever we were riding in a car and I don't remember what we were talking about. It was probably some work related thing. And I just remember saying like, yeah, because you don't like pointlessness. Like you don't mm-hmm. like yes. tasks, mm-hmm. have, like people doing things and then it ended up ending up going nowhere and it's just pointless. I love efficiency. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I remember saying that and it was like a light bulb went off in your head of just like, that's right. Like I don't like things yeah. that are pointless. <laughs> and I felt like that was a moment where you felt known by me. Like yes. you felt seen yeah, by me. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I... <laughs> Whether it should be another love language, I don't know. Because I do feel like it's kind of Mm all-encompassing. Yeah. Yeah. That is kind of the goal, I guess. Yes, exactly. Because I've also – I've received gifts from people, and I do feel very loved by Mm -hmm. people whenever they – whenever I receive gifts as well. But if it's not a very well-thought-out gift, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, oh, this will work. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't feel known by it's that It's just person. another thing. Exactly. It's like, yeah. Okay. Where do I put this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what do you think, Hannah? Well, I think if it were to be made a sixth love language, it would be mine mm. for sure. Because my, my number one is acts of service. Interesting. Yes. I did not know that about it, you. It is. I think it's the most productive love language. That's just my <laughs> thought. Um, but I'm a little picky about it. Mm. Not in the sense like if someone does something for me, like I feel loved by them. Like it's not in the sense that like I'm picky and how if I will feel loved by you or not. But if I can tell somebody if somebody goes out of their way to do something that they know I either don't like doing or am stressed about, yes, that's like a big thing. Or even like, oh, I saw you were out of this and I know you like it, so I went and got it from the store. Yeah. That sort of thing. So being – yeah, feeling known I think would absolutely be my top love language. Yeah. Because even if someone like makes a joke or references something that they know I like – Mm-hmm. And kind of like taps me in on that. However, yeah, I feel I feel loved by that. So I definitely think it's something that I'm more prone to say it should be a love language because it would be mine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's definitely a good add-on to ev- to to yeah. all of them. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, because I feel like if I were to do something that I felt like would help. Zach, because mm. he is acts of service. Mm. So in my mind, I'm helping him, but in reality, I'm probably just ruining, <laughs> ruining whatever it was that he needed done. Yeah, and he just had to go back and refix it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it is. I think that I would need to really know what he needs. Yeah, and that's part of knowing him. Yeah, yeah. That's such a good question, though. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. a good question. Yeah. Are we feeling like we're ready to? Touch on why we picked the name known. Let's dive in. Yeah. Okay. So I'll kind of go first. And part of this, um, part of the explanation for why known um, is because it comes from our, I feel like our own personal testimonies a little bit. Yeah. Um, So we picked the name known to encourage, inspire, um, provoke a desire 
and Mm -hmm. women um, and really believers in general to know theology, know the Lord, um, and know themselves in return. So in our culture, in this um, day and age, as some people would say, I feel like it's very easy to kind of cast truth to the side and just cover it all in love or what seems to be love in the culture. Mm -hmm. Um, When in reality, pointing people to truth is the absolute best way that we can love somebody in a lot of scenarios. So that's kind of the goal for this podcast. We really want to encourage people to be in the word of God. Um, Because in our own lives, and our own testimonies, we found that our identity rests in in the word. It rests Mm -hmm. in who the Lord has created us to be. Um, And we've all met with the Lord in different ways to find that out about ourselves. I know about two and a half years ago, I was leading worship on stage. I'm a worship leader at my church. Um, I was leading worship and leading goodness of God. And I don't know what it was. I've, I had sing that song so many times previously, mm-hmm. but something in that moment just hit so strong. It was just presence of Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And it was like one of those cinematic moments where you just flash through everything that had happened Like I flashed through everything that had happened in my life, all of my traumas, all of my pains from any form of like growing up or anything that I absolutely would not have gotten through had it not been for the Lord. And I feel like a lot of times, like in our age group, we can sing that song and think, oh, you know, I'm not that old. I haven't lived that much life. But in reality, if we just sit down and look at everything that the Lord has brought us through, we can see his goodness Mm -hmm. in everything, even if it is hard and traumatizing. And like I know for me personally, I I dealt with abuse in my childhood and just that moment of getting to lead people into the presence of the Lord while also reflecting and knowing God carried me through that as a (laughs) seven-year-old. He carried me through that pain. And he continues to carry me through it in different ways that I have to reprocess it. Um, So at that moment, leading that song, I just felt like there was, I think I said earlier, it was like a renaissance of my faith. It was like a total renewal of, God, I need to know you in a new way. I need to see you in a better way. Teach me how to do that. Um, And that's when the Lord pointed me to Uh, Psalm 139. And I just remember reading it and thinking like, wow, like he sees me, he knows me. Um, And shortly after that, my, um, my mother-in-law was diagnosed with cancer. Um, And she fought so hard, but about six months later, um, she did pass. And it was a very, very confusing time in my life. Um, Very confusing for my family, for my husband. I had a fantastic relationship with my mother-in-law. I admired her and I still admire her so much and think through the lens that she had of just how can I love people and love Jesus the way that she did. Um, And after she passed, I dealt with anger towards the Lord for the first time. Um, I had people would always tell me that with their experiences of anger towards the Lord. And I just didn't get it. I was like, yeah, okay. (laughs) Um, But that was the first time that I was truly just 
angry. I didn't, I didn't get it. Um, and I, through the season of her diagnosis and her having cancer, I, um, I wrote songs. I just, all my heart wanted to do was worship. Mm. And even in the midst of my anger, it was almost like I was forcing myself to say like, God, I know you're good, but why? Yeah. I know that you're good. Why? I don't understand. And it was like with every why question, he continued to meet me with kindness. Yeah. And just that overwhelming theme of God meets with his children. Yeah. He meets us right where we're at, whether that's sitting in anger or it's sitting in sadness or we're on the mountaintop, whatever it might be. He meets us, he sees us, and he knows us. Mm-hmm. And that just became such an overwhelming theme for me. Um, and it's straight from the word of God. Yeah. It's absolute truth. Yeah. Um, so that's my story. I don't want to take up too much time. Yeah, well, just going off of that, it's really a beautiful thing because you knew the Lord enough to know that you wanted to push in. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and that's part of why I'm passionate about this is because when you know the truth of the character and person mm-hmm. of God, of Jesus Christ, there is this foundation, this structure that you can look at everything else in life through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I am, I'm a, grid work person i need to know what i can lean on yeah um i've always been like that i've always needed to know like what is stable what is firm what can i trust mm-hmm. and man that's jesus yeah you know that's good hannah and so when we get to know jesus when we become confident and familiar with his character his nature who he is and what he's about it does Life will be difficult, Mm -hmm. but Jesus is not. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so good. You know, and so there have been times in my life where I have struggled, but I have been known by God Mm -hmm. in such like I've been seen by God in that. And I've known that I can fight with him or I can wrestle it out with him or I can be angry or I can be whatever I am feeling in that moment, but I can put all of that aside and like, lean on the framework of, I know that this is the God I'm serving. This is the God I'm talking to. Um, I was thinking about what I kind of wanted to intro for my experience with known. And I like kind of flashback and had this memory of my senior high school summer camp. And Brooke was giving everybody Sharpie tattoos. <laughs> and she's like, I'm going to give everybody prophetic tattoos. I did one of those this week, actually. <laughs> okay, it's ongoing. So known prophetic Sharpie tattoos coming I to you soon. I gave Mackenzie's sister the same Sharpie tattoo that I gave you that summer. Well, that's where we're going. Amazing. <laughs> so cute. So I was like, you're not going to give me a good tattoo. I was very snarky and heading fast towards a mental breakdown at this point. Yeah, speeding down the track. Um, but not acknowledging that, you know, hence the ever-growing speed. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And so Brooke went and gave me a Sharpie tattoo that said, seek, period, find, period. And we were doing like individual devotion time during like the next day. And so I was like, okay, seek, find. So like I go in the back of my Bible and I'm like, okay, looking up verses about 
cute. Like finding, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. doing very spiritual. Yes. Devo time. First of all, let me say this as a disclaimer. <laughs> I know that we need to read scripture within the context of which it was written. Yes. This is very important. We always <laughs> need to be taking into account who was this written to and what was this written for? Because yes. if not, we get in a very sticky place. Mm-hmm. However, with that, if scripture is talking about who God is, that's the same. Because mm-hmm. God doesn't change. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So we had to keep that in point. Because I'm going to take us to Jeremiah 29, which isn't... <laughs> A lot of people can take that out of context and then be very frustrated with God as a result. Yeah. But if you skip past, there's Jeremiah 29, 11 and all of that. And then it goes into Jeremiah 29, 14. It says, I will be found by you, declares the Lord. Mm. And Ooh. man, that really started to change. Like it just planted a seed in my heart, I think, mm-hmm. of this is a God who wants to be found yeah. And who wants to answer me. Yeah. And I don't know why in life I had come up with this idea that I needed to convince or really try and read God's mind or that he was going to like tease me in that way mm-hmm. of like, okay, well, you should go this way. But if you don't pick up on my like candy trail, then you miss out on my will. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Yeah. like I was just in that stage of life of like coming into like, oh, man, I have to figure out who I am and what I want mm-hmm. in life. And what the Lord offered me as an answer was himself. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, That's and so when, and then in the midst of that, of getting to know God on an individual, deep, personal level, I went through the hardest year of my life. Wow. You know, of just really, really difficult mental health stuff, just a lot of different areas of that. And man, Jesus met me there. You know, and as I went through that, I learned so much about, about God and about who he is and about who I wanted to be Mm -hmm. as a result of that. And it was just very formative for me. And so as I've gone into difficult seasons in life after that, there are just core truths that the Lord settled in my heart during that season. So when you know God, it's not... It's not to have the right answer in a Sunday school class, and it's not yeah. to have something to say on a podcast. Mm-hmm. When you know God, it's so that when life is hard, you know what's true, and you yeah. know what you can rest on, yeah. and you know who you can trust. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the only person in this world who is never going to lie to you, never going to mislead you, never going to you know mm-hmm. have your worst interest at heart, yeah. never going to be petty with you. Yeah. That is Jesus. That is that person. And he is like that forever and he will be that for eternity. Mm-hmm. And one day we can know that he's going to come back and make the wrong things right. Mm-hmm. And so that's just why I'm passionate about it is, man, knowing God changes how you live in the good times mm-hmm. and the bad times. And it changes how you view yourself and other people. Yeah. Yeah. It changes who you are. When you, yeah. when you have the right perspective of the Lord, it's he must increase and I must decrease because mm-hmm. there's you get to a point where you fall on your face and there's no other answer besides that. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say my story is very similar of why I wanted to do this. Um, the Lord took me through and brought me to salvation and it was very much, okay, what do I do from here? I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't have right counsel in my life at the time. So I was like, 
the Lord just was faithful to take me on a path of, it's not about you, it's about me. Mm. And we're in this together, but it's going to be difficult. Mm. Yeah. And learning what I believe, because I was a church kid, I grew up in the church, but, you know, basic church kid story wasn't super faithful, <laughs> wasn't faithful to the Lord at all. And he really met me as a older teenager and saved me and I'll never be the same. And I want to tell other people about that and the love that he has for all of us, because like one of you guys said earlier, there's nothing else that matters besides him and who we are in him. Yep. That's so good, Mackenzie. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So if you guys can't tell we really love Jesus. <laughs> if, if anything, we really, really pray that that comes across, that, that we love Jesus. We love the Lord. Our lives have been so deeply transformed by him that we feel the need to sit here with microphones <laughs> and tell people about him yeah. and tell people about, about the word of God because it's living and it's breathing. And it's Jesus was the word made flesh. And he yeah. is the word made flesh. We have the opportunity to walk with him, speak with him, seek him, find him every day of our life. Um, so that's our vision for this podcast. And yeah. we hope that you guys will continue to listen. Um, but before we go, we do have one more question. And I am I believe Mackenzie's going to take over and do that one for us. Yes, I am. But I forgot. So I'm going to pull it up right now. <laughs> Well, while you do that, I'll give a quick disclaimer, which is we are three believing women who do not have everything figured out. Mm, so Amen. glad you said this. Yes. yes. <laughs> and so we are not here to tell you the answer about God. We are not here to tell you everything that the Bible says. We are not here to tell you anything. We are here to ask you to come with us mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and grab your coffee Get in your car, fold your laundry, whatever you're doing. <laughs> like just yeah. pull up a chair and join us. You know, we yeah. want to hear what you guys have to say about these conversations. And we just want to, we just want to talk about Jesus. We want to talk about where we're at. We're not here as people to give the answer, but just to talk about where we're at in our journey. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so always, always, always go to the word of God. Mm-hmm. Go mm-hmm. to Holy Spirit in prayer and and seek and find the Lord for yourself yes. and get to know him. That's what we all want to do together. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're inviting you on that journey with yes. us. That's yeah. good. Well said. <laughs> okay. So our closing question, what is your biggest fear about starting this podcast? Brooke, do you want to go first? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't I don't know if I'm ready. I didn't think that I was super fearful. Mm. But as I've said multiple times, I also didn't realize that I would be this out of breath talking into a microphone whenever I do this on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you're like belting. On a I know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like running out of steam. Um, no, I think I think my biggest fear with this podcast is making sure that we are reflecting Jesus the best possible way that we can. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be a bad reflection of who he is. Um, and I don't want to cause more confusion than good. So if you have questions, ask them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if we don't know, we'll happily say we don't know, but we will try to find the answer for you. Yeah. 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 What about you, Mackenzie? Yeah. 
Oh, goodness. So <laughs> I, this is very much new to me because I do not speak into a microphone. <laughs> it, basically ever. This is like one of my first times besides maybe leading a game or two at youth group. But so I would say being open, letting other people know my thoughts because I've never really done that before. So that's definitely, definitely up there. <laughs> and also speaking the word of God wrong. That That's that's also up there. Those kind of keep going back and forth in my head. But I know that God's calling me to this because I am nervous and excited. <laughs> um, yes. yes. Brooke here would just like to add that the Lord has put so many things like in our path for this to work out. Yes. Number one, that we all agreed without hesitation that we should do this. <laughs> right away. Brooke and mentioned I it. hesitate on everything. <laughs> True. She's a deliberative. <laughs> but Brooke yes. mentioned it and we, me to me and Hannah at the same time, and we both immediately said yes. Like no hesitation, no like, oh, I don't know. What would we even talk about? We just said yes blindly yep. and... I know that that's not something that you do. It's definitely not something that I do either. So, well, I think what like freaked me out the most is when Mackenzie and I were talking about it a couple of days after Brooke mentioned it. And Mackenzie goes, because the night Brooke mentions it to us, we both were immediately like, yeah, we should do it. And then mm-hmm. we both, I think it was Brooke and I both sent like notes with ideas in the in a group chat at the same time, the yeah. same moment. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so we just started populating this like, collab note we filled a it's note. full mm-hmm. and it is ever growing <laughs> <laughs> and then i was talking to mackenzie about it maybe the next day or a couple days later and she said i've never heard mackenzie say this and i probably never will again she said even if we never do anything with it it's really fun just to think about it and i was like Mackenzie is productivity queen. (laughs) She is a get-her-done gal, and she doesn't want to just sit around and talk about anything. So if she thinks it's fun to sit around and talk about it, we're probably going to do it. It's supposed to happen. (laughs) Yeah. Meant to be. That was definitely written. The Lord has told us to do this. Yes, absolutely. Oh, man. Well, this was so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, this was great. And I can feel some of my nerves just like. Melting away. Uh, yes, yes. Melting yeah. away. Holy Spirit, intervene. <laughs> <laughs> okay, follow us on social media and come back next week for our next episode. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Okay, yep. bye. 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 <laughs> bye.